the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't but come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Romans 8.32 says to us, He who did not spare his son, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That is our God. He does what he does from his holiness with a heart of goodness for his people. For his people. Because his people are his glory. You are his glory. Father, time will not even spare us to begin to talk about how God will go to any length because of his people. Amen. Maybe it suffices us. It's abundantly clear to us. Even when we just think or just remember that God did not spare his own son. Because God did not spare himself. He gave himself completely. He died for us. So what else will he not give you? If he gave himself, what else will he not give you? I think that makes it abundantly clear that God will do anything. God will do anything for his people. Let me put it bluntly like this. God will kill for his people. Mm-hmm. God will kill for his people because of his people. You know that scripture in Isaiah 43 that says he gave up Egypt for his people. He gave up Egypt for his people. He said, you will not let my firstborn go. You will kill my firstborn. He says, I will kill your firstborn. And that's exactly what God did. When Egypt will not let Israel go. He said, you will not let my firstborn go. I will kill your firstborn. That's exactly what. God will do anything. God will do anything for you because you are his glory. Just like your parents will do anything for you because you are their glory. They will give up their life. Good parents uh, will die for their children. God will die for us. God died for us. If he died for us, what else will he not give us? Wow, it's something else. This is powerful. Wow, may you give us a revelation of your glory. We pray like Moses. Please show me your glory. We pray like Moses. Please show us your glory in the name of Jesus. You see, it's in God's best interest 
to bless you with all that you need for life and for godly living. For his blessing makes one rich. And that blessing that makes one rich will look good on you and look good on God. Let me say that again. It's in God's best interest to bless you with all that you need for life and for godly living. For his blessing that makes one rich will look good on you and on him. His blessing that makes you rich will make you look good and will make God look good. Amen. You know how they are out. Wow, this is this is interesting. This is powerful. How parents, good parents, may the Lord make us good parents in the name of Jesus. Good parents will dress up their children in the best outfit. Even what they cannot wear. What they won't wear in the sense that, you know, it's like too expensive or something. They will buy for their children. Amen. They will buy for their children. Because when their children look good, they begin to look good also. They feel good. Hallelujah. They might not be wearing the best of clothes. Or they might not be wearing the best of clothing. But they will put the best of clothing on their children. Good shoes on their children. And when people say, wow, you look good. The parents also are happy. They also look good. So it's in God's best interest to make you look good. Because when you look good, He Himself, God Himself looks good. Amen. Oh, may the Lord give us such a revelation in the name of Jesus. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. Oh, may we grasp just a little bit of this. May we be able to scratch just a little bit of this revelation in the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says to us, one of my favorite scriptures. But we are with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, have been transformed, been changed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Just as by the Spirit of the Lord. How does God, or how does the glory of God work to transform us? How does the glory of God work to transform us, to change us from one level of glory to another? How does the glory of God work out a transformation in our lives? We're going to touch a little bit on that. You see, the glory of God is God himself. The glory of God is God himself. Exodus 33, 22 says to us, So it shall be, while my glory passes by. This is God talking to Moses after Moses prayed and said, Please, please show me your glory. Part of the response of God is, So it shall be, while my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. So while my glory passes by means while I pass by. So the glory of God is God himself. When the glory of God passes by, God passes by. Amen. And I want to quickly say that, you know, when a big man is passing by, when maybe a governor or a president or a king is going to pass by. Mm, you don't see the president or the governor first. What do you see? You see some people that go before the president or the governor first. Amen. So many times when God is about to pass by, you will see some things moving. 
And you will think, oh, that's God, that's God, that's God. God is not in it. Amen. Even though it looks like God, it feels like God, but God is not in it. Wasn't the same thing that prophet Elijah had experienced while he was in the cave. God said, come out. Let me show you something. And he said, uh, and things began to happen. And wind passed by. Then earthquake. Then um, fire. And the scripture said, God was not in the earthquake. God was not in the fire. God was not uh, in the wind. And lo and behold, uh, a still small voice. And God was in it. Amen. So many times things will happen. And you will say, wow, that is God. Mm, just uh, a resemblance of God. You know, just uh, one of the waves that come before God comes. Hallelujah. God is not in it. Don't be carried away. Wait for God to come. Amen. How does the glory of God work in our lives to transform us from glory to glory? That's 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, It's by the Spirit of the Lord. Just as by the Spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.18b, As by the Spirit of the Lord. So is the Spirit of the Lord working this? Is the Spirit of the Lord doing the work? Now, if the glory of God is God himself, it follows that the glory of God carries the word of God and the spirit of God. Did you hear that? If the glory of God is God himself, it follows that the glory of God carries the word of God and the spirit of God. Because God is his spirit. Amen. He said the spirit is God and the word of God is God. Amen. So when you talk of God, you're talking of the spirit of the word, of the word of the spirit. The Spirit and the Word of God. Amen. So the glory of God carries the Word of the Spirit or the Spirit of the Word. The Word and the Spirit. So when it says just as by the Spirit of the Lord, it's also saying just as by the Word of the Lord. Amen. That's how we are changed from glory to glory. By the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of the Word or the Word of the Spirit. Again, I hope you know that if it's the Word of God, it's God the Spirit of God. If it's the Spirit of God, it's God the Word of God. And if you have indeed seen a vision, you would have heard a word which has the Spirit of God there. Amen. You don't just see a vision without the Word of God in it. If you dream a dream and it does not tally with the Word of God, you pray against it. Amen. If you dream a dream and it's not according to the Word of God, you pray against it. You use the word of God to pray against it in the name of Jesus. If somebody prophesies on you or tells you something and it's not in the word of God, you reject it in the name of Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. You know, remember you know, the, the sons of the prophets in the days of Elisha. After Elisha had received a double portion of the spirit upon Elijah. And Elijah had been taken up to heaven. And Elijah was coming back, going back to his base. The sons of the prophet met him and said to him, Oh, our master, they now recognize him as the new master. And they said, Do you want us to go and look for your master? Maybe the spirit has dropped him somewhere in the bush. And they, they begged him, they troubled him so much. I mean, he told them not to go. But they troubled him so much. And he said, okay, go. 
And they went and they did not see Elijah. Wow, the sons of the prophet who did not know the word of God. Thinking that the spirit of God will just take him and just drop him in the wilderness somewhere. The spirit of God doesn't do that. Amen. You need to know God in We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.